everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Club C47. I am one of your hosts, your loyal host, Sally Dar Griffin, and I am joined by the one and only... Hi, it's Andrew Van Houston. <laughs> it has been so long. I know. I think it's, it's crazy. I mean, I'm glad we were able to make a time to record this week, but it does feel like it's been forever. It's probably only been like two, three weeks. Who knows? But it feels like forever. Yeah, it's I feel like, yeah, it's been around a month, you know, as always with school, I feel like the last month just gets so crazy, especially fall semester with the holidays. It's just hectic. Um, So a lot has happened. You know, we've already like we've passed by Thanksgiving, we're coming up on Christmas, the new year is ending. We've watched a lot of things. Yeah, both of us are back at our respective homes. Right yeah. now, we're taking a break from Los Angeles, which I think both of us needed. Yeah, I like I'm excited to go back, but I definitely think that I needed just just to learn how to be alone again, because I feel like I'm always with my roommates. And so it's kind of nice, like I'm just sitting here without my friends to bother me, which I love being bothered by my friends. But, you know, an extrovert needs to learn how to be alone every now and then, which is what I'm doing. <laughs> I feel more productive now that I'm home. A hundred percent. Yeah. I was, I actually told Catherine and Megan this, I sent them like a voice memo and I was like, Hey guys. So I learned why I am unable to do any homework in LA and it's because I have friends. And so if I want to do my homework, I have to just like not have any friends. That's all that needs to happen here. Yeah. So (laughs) that's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, but it's probably good that you're home right at the end of the semester when you need to be the most productive anyways. Yeah. So I, I don't, I think it's good, a good thing, at least for a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. I always think like, because since I went to boarding school, it's always, I haven't really done homework in my house since I was pretty young. And so like last semester, like when COVID hit, that was like really the first time I ever had to do homework in my house since I was like 14. And so I don't know. It's always just like a strange thing. Like I literally, I always, I don't remember where I used to do my homework. I'm like, did I do it at the dining room table? Did I do it on my bed? Did I do it at, and so I just like try all of these different spots in my house, like trying to remember what I did in middle school. And I, I literally don't remember what I did. <laughs> That's funny. Where do, where do you do your, home, your homework at home? Um, at home, I'm kind of just doing it in this, um, my mom's like office, you could say. Um, but I, I'm the same way. I always used to just do it at like the dining room somewhere else. So it's kind of weird coming home, doing homework here. I don't mind it though, but definitely kept busy for sure. And it's a little nostalgic, I guess, but at the same way, I I feel busier than I ever had before. So it just sucks that like, especially for us being on the Eastern, um, time zone where we're used to everything being on the West coast, like our schedules kind of don't line up with everyone's schedules who live at home and mm-hmm. so while they're eating dinner we're like working or in class or kind of depending on how you put it so that's been the hardest part about being home i'd say yes because in the spring like we started in la and then we like a lot of people went home for quarantine and my classes at least they moved the classes up three hours and so mm-hmm. the time that i had the class on the west coast actually ended up being the same time on the east coast like it stayed 3 p.m. and 3 p.m. because they shifted it up. But this time they didn't shift it up because it was like, we already know that this is going to, we're already, we're starting the semester, like knowing what's going on in the world. And so when I came back home for the holidays, like now everything starts at seven 
And like, it is truly so taxing to like finish class at 10 p.m. (laughs) I just like go straight to bed. And also my mom makes dinner like after seven. And so she's always delivering my meal in class. Oh, that's kind of nice. That's bougie. It's nice that she does that. But it's also like horrible to, you know, just eat my dinner on a zoom call and like everyone can see me because we keep our cameras on. And so that's been a fun thing to navigate a little mukbang for my classmates, I guess. Yeah. The other night, actually, just like funny story. It was last week for my comedy pilot class, and I had to show my pages. And so literally, the entire class was only about my script, which was horrible. I was like, why can't we move on to someone else, please? So it was three hours. It was we read my pages, like all of my pages, which took a lot of time. And then we talked about my pages. And then we had a guest speaker. And then he left and then we went back to my pages. So it was like the entire class was only about me and this guest speaker. And um, so it started at seven. My mom delivered food like 30 minutes in. And then I was like reading the action lines. And so I couldn't get up from my computer to grab my food and like eat because I was like talking the entire time. And then my dad came up to retrieve my plate, like thinking I'm done and I hadn't even touched it. And so he's like, I'm going to go put it in the warming drawer. And then I finally could like when the guest speaker came, I could finally eat. And so I was like texting my mom furiously because I was like so hungry. I was like, hi, can you deliver my food again, please, please, please. And then she delivered it again. And right when she walked in was when I was introducing myself to the guest speaker. And so she like opened the door. And right then I was like, hi, I'm Sally Dar. Like I'm from Tennessee. And it was just like chaotic, horrible timing the entire time. And then I scarfed down my food and then the guest speaker left. And then I had to start talking again. <laughs> it's just like the most stressful class ever. That's fun though, that they got to focus a lot on your stuff. I'm, I'm surprised they made you read the directions. Like I would think you would want, they would let someone else read the directions and you kind of observe how it's read. Yeah, well, you can. So what we do for a comedy class is like you assign all the parts to people, but it was really difficult because there were so many parts. And actually that day of class, I think like two people were missing or something. And so like I assigned all of the characters, the main characters, and then you just like run out of people. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'll do the action, I guess. Also, because like, mm, writing script pages isn't my strong suit, because like, I just kind of um, turn like I turn them out. And then I just I have a lot of spelling mistakes, grammar mistakes. And I just don't really look over them. Because then I'm just like, you know, I wrote 10 pages, I really don't want to go back and like, look at them. I feel like, you. And so I always like, I should listen to someone else read my action lines, but sometimes I prefer it because I know that there that's like the bulk of the text and there's going to be a lot of mistakes. And so I kind of want to like pick up the slack, you know? So yeah. Um, I did that. (laughs) That's all right though. I, yeah, if I didn't, if I don't have, I hate reading stage directions. I feel I've said that a few times. Um, when it comes to like reading my script or anyone else's script, I'm like someone else read it because a, I just pronounce words wrong. B I'm usually just reading it funny. And then see if I like think something's hilarious. Like I can't help, but like laugh and then find the humor. And I'm like, that's not appropriate for me, but I, I just do not like reading stage directions. So I'm sorry. You had to that's go like that. Nikki in class. She was like, um, I'm not reading my stage directions. So because like a lot of people opt to, I don't know why, like, I guess, I think, I I don't know. I, it, honestly, that might be an interesting study. Like the people in class that like want to read their action dialogues are probably the people that are more stressed out about just like how their, how their writing is going to be portrayed. Like, I don't know. I'm like weirdly protective over it. Like, I don't want anyone to just 
have full control. Well, that, maybe it's a control issue. I have, which I know I have because I always like to be the one to drive because I have to have the wheel. So maybe it's a control yeah. issue. <laughs> Where do we want to? What do we want to talk about today? I don't know. Um, school's ending. Yeah, I guess the last time I don't remember the last time we recorded, but we were guest stars on a podcast called "Exiting Through the 2010s," hosted mm-hmm. by our friends Jack and Clay, which was a fun experience. We really got heated though because we were debating which battle was better because the movie we were talking about was breaking down part two and so i think it got to a point in the, the hour we were talking where sally dar was like so which battle do we like better avengers endgame or breaking down part two and both sally dar and i were very much advocates for breaking down part two mm-hmm. um but the hosts of the podcast were not yeah. And it was when I asked that question, you texted me during the podcast and you're like, great question. <laughs> like, I know it is a good question. It's a great question. And I'm sure we could even argue more about it now. But then we went to Twitter to kind of find out everyone else's thoughts. And I think we were in the majority. Yeah. I don't did Breaking Dawn win. I don't even remember. Oh, by like a landslide. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I think um, most of the votes probably came from you, though, from your 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 following, though. What, from my following? I know, like, they're going to vote the way... Like, it was very obvious that, like, I thought Breaking Dawn, and so I feel like, you know, there might be a little bit of bias in that poll. Baby. <laughs> but yeah, no, that episode of Jack and Clay was fun. We've been on twice together, and I felt like we watched... The first time we watched Favorite, this time we watched Twilight, um, Breaking Dawn for two. But I felt like this one flew by for me personally, and I think it was because the topic... Like, the Favorite was more, like... It's a more, um, I guess... What's the word I'm looking for? Like art. It's more art. Yeah, it's more notable film. And so I feel like all of the discussions we were having were very like intellectual and like, I don't know, just like more like really thoughtful. And this podcast was definitely like a lot more fun. Like we could kind of tap into like our thoughts as teenagers. And so I felt like it flew by because it was kind of just more anything goes. Yeah. Well, for me, I'm not a big fan of Twilight or Breaking Dawn. So it was harder for me. To t- it was interesting conversation. Don't get me wrong throughout the whole time. But for me, it's hard because I was not a fan of the movie. And like the other hosts, Clay, um, this was the only like really movie we've watched from the series. So we were all very confused and lost. Yeah, I guess that's why it was fun for me, too, is because I was able to explain things to you guys. And it was just like funny to hear things that you guys thought because you hadn't seen the other ones. And I was like, oh, like this is... And I never thought I would be an authority on Twilight, but here I am. <laughs> yeah, the, that's a great episode just to like kind of get educated on Twilight if that's what you're into. Or yeah, you wanna know. Yeah. What was funny too is Megan was texting me while I was on that call too. She was like outside my room and because I was just talking about things and she would like text me and she'd be like, oh, also like, like this character did this when I was like trying to explain like the lore of it all. And so she was like giving me information. I was like, okay, thanks. <laughs> it was so funny. That's funny. But yeah, that was a fun episode. So that's happened since Thanksgiving has happened since. Yes. How was your Thanksgiving? Um, Well, I was supposed to be home for it, but my flight got pushed back. It got canceled like three times, which was so annoying. So I didn't leave till 10 p.m. Thanksgiving night. So it was really, it was kind of a quiet Thanksgiving on my end, but I'm very happy to be home right now. And yeah. glad I quarantined the whole time to make sure I was safe prior to flying. And so everything's all good on my end. 
Um, Very chill Thanksgiving, but hey, that's okay. Christmas will be more exciting. My family goes all out for Christmas. So like my whole like family's house right now is just decorated. They've lit the trees up outside. It's it's great. There's a snowman in the room I'm in right now. And like the snowman's almost the same height as me. That's tall. Six, seven for those people listening. (laughs) Um, Wait, didn't your family do like a Christmas in July thing? Or did I make that up? No, we definitely, we definitely did a Christmas in July. Yeah. So of course you're big on Christmas now. Yeah. I I mean, it's a fun holiday. We're trying to keep it low key in terms of like family and hanging out. But in terms of decorations, it's not low key. Yeah. We just decorated yesterday for Christmas. I know a lot of people do it like the day after Thanksgiving, but everything's up now all of our ornaments on our tree all of the garland outside so we're fully festive our thanksgiving this year i mean we we do what we did we didn't go to my grandmother's house like she just stayed by herself and like normally my cousins would come but it was just me my siblings and my parents but one thing i was kind of expecting like you know everyone like wear jeans and a sweater like dress a little cute but we all just like stayed casual like i wore leggings and a sweater and then like everyone else was just kind of wearing whatever. So that was like kind of nice. We didn't dress up because you know, who cares? Um, and then we just like took my grandmother some leftovers and waved to her from the street. Basically. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for Christmas. My mom is like really like geared up to watch a lot of old Christmas movies. Cause she was looking at the on demand selection. So I think we're going to be watching like a lot of old holiday movies, which will be good for my letterbox. <laughs> yeah, no, this is the perfect time to like get movies going. I watched Happiest Season the day before Same. Thanksgiving. That was a good, that was a cute movie. I really, yeah. I really liked it. I enjoyed it. Did you like the ending? You don't have to do spoilers. Yes and no. I mean, it was, it was a cute, cheesy movie. I think there's other people. I think the Twitter world, film Twitter would agree that Aubrey Plaza should have had a better ending. And I will 100% agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least like included slightly more. Like I think the ending was logical, but like, I don't know. I just like felt like I was going to get a little bit more from her. And she was like, she was incredible. Like I was, I was so happy to see her, her acting was good. Her character was also very interesting. And I think a lot of people could relate to her character um, mm-hmm. because a lot of times people thought her character was going to be kind of like that person that would be cheating. I don't want to spoil anything, but like you definitely thought that like Kristen Stewart was going to ditch her girlfriend for Aubrey Plaza, which I think she should have. But I think Aubrey Plaza was a more mindful character and had good values than people thought she would. Yeah. And that's what I liked about her character in the, the film. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was all around really good. I think one of my favorite reviews that I read on Letterboxd was like, here I am, like, I thought that I hated rom coms, or I thought that I hated like holiday cheesy love movies, but maybe they were just like, too straight for me. <laughs> I was like, that's funny. Because like, this is like, you know, just a cheesy, sort of predictable movie. But like, it was just like a fresh. It was like this what you would expect from like a cheesy rom com. But because it was it wasn't straight. Like it was just like refreshing, you know, and yeah. fun. Well, I'm sure you've seen the letterbox list of all the, the white heterosexual couple Christmas movies where like on the poster, they're wearing red and green. There's so <laughs> many out there. And so too many, there's too many, there's <laughs> too many. <laughs> there was something that I saw and I might be misquoting it. Some article. It was like, this is like a record year for like just 
non-straight holiday rom-coms or just rom-coms in general. And I was like, well, of course it's a record year because every year is probably going to be a new record. Yeah, for real. I think every year they're trying to, people are aiming to be more inclusive and good for them. I mean, it could have happened earlier, but you know what I'm saying? It, It is, it is good to see this happening. And so, yeah, yeah. And I, I like that movie a lot. So it was probably my favorite movie of the year so far. Oh, really? I need to go look at everything in 2020 that I've seen. We've got a, well, I'm sure coming up, we'll have like the final, the tallies of our favorites. Uh, congratulations, by the way, on you, you've, lo- have you logged a thousand movies on Letterboxd or have you watched a thousand movies? I've watched a thousand, like not a thousand diary entries, but like in my lifetime, I've seen a thousand movies. That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously some like stupid, like Disney shorts that are logged in there. I'm sure. Um, but I feel like the limited series makes up for that, you know, like you've watched eight hours of one limited series, but like that only counts for one movie. So whatever it balances, but yep. I hit it. Finally. There's a lot of good limited series out there right now. I think we both watched the queen's gambit. Yes. I thought incredible. Loved it. Did you watch the undoing? Okay. I was, I was going to bring up that one next. I haven't seen the undoing, but I've heard great things about it. Yeah. Did you watch Big Little Lies? Or you, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it's like similar vibes to that, you know, just like wealthy people getting into a, a murder plot. <laughs> like that's what yeah. it is. With Nicole Kidman. Yeah. And like with a husband that's like hot, but like kind of sketchy at times. <laughs> it's like the same as Big Little Lies. Yikes. But yeah, it's good. I mean, people have a lot of beef on that, like with the ending. Oh, no spoilers. I won't spoil it. But regardless of the ending, like if you think it's good, fine, great, bad, whatever, it's still just like a good series. You could it's, it's very bingeable. Like you watch the first episode and you immediately go to the second episode, which is what any good series does. Like any good pilot, you want the person to immediately want to watch the second one. And it definitely does that. Hmm. Yeah. Did you watch, um, I'm thinking like all the important things that have come up. You watched the Euphoria, I guess it's like a special episode. Yeah, Is that what it's called? Yeah. So <laughs> they're doing two of them. So they released, it's like Rue's side of the story and Jewel's side of the story. And so they released Rue's side and then this weekend, and then they're going to do Jewel's side um, in January. And so I was super excited. I thought it was really good. I think it, it came at the right time for a lot of people. And so uh, that was good. And then I thought it was just, there was only two scenes and the conversations felt very intimate in the two scenes that they, they were in. So um, that's what I really liked about the special. Yeah. I liked it because I think when I started it, I didn't know what it was going to be. Like I didn't know it was just going to be this one conversation and like the same restaurant. Like it's just one set essentially. Um, and then like, you know, once you get 10 minutes in, you're like, wait, like they're in the same spot still. Like, this is crazy because I feel like in film school, we've learned that a scene should only be like two or three pages. And like, once you go to four, five, six, you're like, wait, this is, this is okay. This is a artistic move right here, but it's great because I mean, obviously like I kept my eyes on the screen the whole time. I mean, I was probably knitting or something, but, um, it's kind of like a podcast. Like you could get up and like, I don't know, use the bathroom and still like it, it was just a conversation and it was just like very calming and therapeutic. I know a lot of people's reviews are saying like, wow, I didn't know I was about to enter a therapy session. Um, but yeah, it's very emotional while also being very calm. 
Yeah, I was I was going to say that I I think if I remember correctly, Sam Levinson, the director, planned for this scene to be in season two, but he, like he said, it just felt like it was more of the right time because I think a lot of people could relate to kind of the struggles we was feeling, especially with it being around the holiday times. And so I really did that. I also love the the song they played halfway through called mm-hmm. Me in 20 Years. It was a great song to kind of like mesh it all together. I would be interested to see the production side of it because it's because it's in one spot and because it's just one conversation. It's the kind of thing that you could technically film it in one day, which I'm sure they didn't. But if you really needed to, you could film this in like one or two days. I mean, you they they didn't obviously, but like if this were a student film that you had to do this, like you could. And so I just would want to see like how much raw footage they have, how many takes did they do on this conversation? And also because it's so like seamless, like cutting back and forth, the things that are filmed on different days, like maybe you could catch continuity errors if you're being very, very disciplined because like, I don't know. I don't know. I would just be interested to see the behind the scenes of it. Um, two thoughts on that. One, I follow someone on Twitter who's a big, big fan of Euphoria. And I think she kind of like pointed out there's a point where you can see Jules's body double in the mirror. Or like kind mm-hmm. of. And so um, that was a that was something she caught that was interesting. And then the second thing is I remember the summer on TikTok when Euphoria was filming. And do you remember how people were capturing it was basically like two days. It didn't seem like it wasn't like a whole week shipping. It was like, there was like two days where people were on the set of euphoria um, or like kind of capturing it. And so I don't know if they were filming it for a long time. I would think it would, if, if all went well, they probably got it in less than a week. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they did because also like, I'm sure this script, I mean, if they wanted it to be in season two, but I'm sure they changed the script. So it could be a more contained situation. So they yeah. could get in, get out because of COVID. What else has happened since? I'm trying to think what else I've watched that's like new. Well, one thing that happened in entertainment is Spotify wrapped. Oh, God. Which I didn't realize came out at the beginning of December. Like, wouldn't you expect uh, it to come out in January? There's <laughs> been two things that I've been hyped about to see in December because I know they are just going to be interesting. The, the first is the year in search video that Google puts out every year. And then, so that should be coming out very soon. The second thing is Spotify rap because I just want to know how everyone feels and what the mood is mm-hmm. for the, the year. There are some surprises. I think that the nice surprise was there's actually people who had Club C47 as their most listened to podcast. Which is so crazy. <laughs> so I guess we have fans. I know. I just like never, I mean, I see the number of listens that we get, but it's just like, I just, I don't know. I can never picture someone like going to Spotify or going to their podcast app and like clicking us to be like, there's a new episode. Like that's so strange to me still. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you to the listeners. Um, and thanks for telling us that we are on your Spotify wrapped. Do you listen to podcasts on Spotify or do you, where do you listen to your podcasts? Spotify. Okay. See, I think it's even stranger for me because I listen to my podcast on the podcast app. And so I'm like, strange to even see like someone, I don't know, that's just not even how I listen to podcasts, but exciting. Yeah. (laughs) And hopefully, hopefully we'll bring more joy in 2021. (laughs) I I guess we'll, well, is it gonna, are we gonna switch seasons again? Is it gonna be a season four? Three? I feel like we, we haven't been on season three for long. I know. I agree. So I was going to ask you 
if there was anything you found from other people because you asked people to share their Spotify route with you. Was there any surprises you saw? Yeah. Oh, okay. So first of all, before I answer that question, I feel like there's kind of two parties with Spotify wrapped. I think there are a lot of people that are probably annoyed by people sharing it on their story, like their top artists. I personally loved it because it's I think it's interesting to see, like, who who do your close friends listen to? Because you think you know someone's taste, but it's, it's still fun to see. And it's also fun to see people that you kind of know and like what they listen to and strangers, all the people that responded to my tweet. There were so many artists I had never heard of. And I was like, this is exciting because clearly we have something in common. Like they follow me. They either like my sense of humor. They like something about me. So clearly we would get along in some capacity. And so like, I like to think that I would like their music. And so for me, it's actually super fun and interesting to see these new artists um, that I've never heard of. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed seeing everything. Um, yeah. what, what's your take on it? Did you like seeing everything? I think everyone was embarrassed. I don't, if you, if you, <laughs> yeah. were, if you were not embarrassed by your top five or your most played songs, um, I'd be kind of curious if you are human at this point, because I think everyone had like a song or an artist. They were very surprised. My favorite was like on TikTok. A lot of people had the Glee cast. Yes. <laughs> top five. That was pretty funny. Um, Carly Rae Jepsen ended up on my top five. Um, so that was kind of my embarrassing moment. Um, you can go on Twitter and search why that was embarrassing uh, for me, <laughs> put it that way. But yeah, I think everyone had like interesting takes and stuff. So my most played artist was Love. I think that was a lot of, and a lot of people's top five too. Going off the embarrassing thing, there was one person that didn't want to respond to my tweet with their screenshot. And so they DM'd it to me because they were so embarrassed. And it was like they had a lot of songs from Hamilton and like Lin-Manuel was like one of their top played artists. And I was like, Hey, I also love the Hamilton soundtrack. That is nothing Um, to be embarrassed about. Yeah. My, I didn't share, I shared my top artists. I didn't share my top songs because I was embarrassed. But the reason (laughs) I was embarrassed was because all of the songs in my top five, like not even like they were like embarrassing songs inherently, but because all of the songs were songs that I listened to on repeat at the end of exams last semester. And so they were like, just not indicative of like what I did listen to the most. I mean, they I did listen to the most, obviously it's data, but it was just like, these are the five songs that I listened to when I was just like trying to get my scripts done. And I just only listened to these five on repeat because like, that's what I do every exam term, it feels like. And so I was like, I don't want to share these. Like, these are my exam songs. <laughs> I, I feel you. My, I think mine were like sad boy energy songs. And I was like, mm-hmm. not about that life. You got, they don't need that on my Instagram right now. Yeah. My top played artist was Lil Peep. And I had so many people respond to me being like, wait, what? <laughs> because and then after that, I had Taylor Swift and Avid Brothers, which is like what I feel like if people had to guess my top played, like I feel like people would guess those two. And so like Lil Pete being above them was just like, what's going on? (laughs) Was the Jonas Brothers on yours? Am I not allowed to say that? I lost you again. I know. Okay. I heard you say something about the Jonas Brothers. I'm moving. (laughs) I I can't hear you. Wait, I just spilt my coffee. Oh my God. Oh shit. Hold on. (laughs) You're good. Salidar had a coffee spill and troubled Wi-Fi, of course. Um, but we will be back with the, the production of Club C47. Thank you all for listening. Trey, if you're editing this, I'm sorry, but thank you. Is Salidar, are you back? 
I'm here, I'm cleaning up my coffee. This might be the most chaotic podcast ever. I think she's still there. Meanwhile, if you're listening, um, please respond to our DMs and tell me your favorite Christmas song. I want to know. At Houston 15 Or favorite Christmas movie, you could say. Hello. 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 Are you okay? Yeah, I just spilt my coffee all over the carpet, so I like have to <laughs> jump up and do it. I heard, wait, did you, are we, do you just want to end it? <laughs> the podcast? Did you just start saying, like, I heard you closing it out. Oh, no, I was just saying funny things. Oh, you were just joking. Oh, I'm okay. still recording. I don't know about you. Yeah, I am. <laughs> we can just, we can end, um, we, we can conclude a few more things. I don't know where we, I forget what we were talking about. Um, Spotify wrapped and, um, I don't even know why, why did I jump up? Like, why did I move my leg and hit my coffee? I don't even remember what I was trying to do. Oh, I asked you if the Jonas Brothers was in your top five. Oh, no, they weren't. But you know who was? Blackpink, which was a new artist. I hadn't, well, I guess Little Peak was new too. Like things I haven't heard before 2020. But no, Jonas Brothers weren't. I was salty. Dua Lipa wasn't on mine. Okay, everyone, and I like Dua Lipa, but like I, Spotify Wrapped was interesting because I didn't realize how many people left Dua Lipa. And now I'm like, damn, I've been sleeping on Dua Lipa. Like I really need to get into it more. I know. I think she should win some of the Grammys, but we'll see. I think there's a lot of good artists who have potential to win Grammys, but I think Dua Lipa should not be slept on. Um, Yeah, I've been, I need to like really do a deep dive because I feel like I have just been underappreciating her. But yeah, Blackpink was on mine, which I'd love to see because I think I'm asking for Blackpink merch for Christmas. <laughs> I think it's like, it's, I don't know. In your 20s, I feel like it's really hard to think of like tangible things that you want because I'm always like, oh, I want like, you know, a gym cl- membership classes or like an, an Adobe suite subscription or just like money. And so it's like hard to think of like tangible things. I'm like, oh, like I actually like really want like a Blackpink sweatshirt. So I think yeah. I'm going to ask for that. Oh my god, speaking of sweatshirts, just we can like film row a little bit. I did buy an A24 sweatshirt, if you saw my tweet. A24 is dropping all this cool merch, but again, they are not dropping the Ladybird screenplay book. I know, because if they dropped the Ladybird screenplay, do you realize how fucking fast that would sell? Oh, I'd be first in line. I'd be I probably would buy five copies knowing that I could sell them to my friends. And they would yeah. probably want them. I would buy them for, to give them to my friends for the same price. I wouldn't try to capitalize on it. Yeah, if that happens, please do that. Because I, I've i never bought anything from the A24 shop. And so that's why I didn't like feel guilty about buying the sweatshirt. Because the things... I, I haven't bought a screenplay book because I am waiting. I want 8th grade. I want Midsommar. I want Ladybird. And like I like the screenplays that they have. But I'm waiting for like my favorite ones to come about. Like Uncut Gems. Like where are... Why don't they have screenplay books... For all of the movies. Like, why are you only picking a few? You know what I mean? Yeah, they only picked four, which are four, four good ones. But still, I think they could they could profit off a Lady Bird book. A24 liked my Instagram comment when I asked them to drop the Lady Bird screenplay book. They've only liked... They only, they only liked two comments. It was one from Beanie Feldstein and it was one from me. And it, I, I, I have the screenshot for proof. I'm not lying. And I was just shook when they liked it. I was like, okay, it has to be next. And then they were like, this is our last drop of the year. And I was like, screw that. Uh, tea. These are the things, though, that we need to say in the podcast. So um, when like things like 
the future comes, then we like have them on record. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I have faith that one day, I mean, just like from a money standpoint, like why wouldn't they? The only reason I could see that they're not dropping certain screenplay books is because, I don't know, maybe there's like something to do with like the rights to the screenplay that they like can't, I don't know. Greta, come on, please. I mean, you can read the Little Women script by Greta, so I don't think Greta has problems with the Ladybird one. I don't understand why they wouldn't drop those screenplays just from a money standpoint. You know, like they know they would make bank. They definitely would make bank. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll we'll see. <laughs> well, any other thoughts? Because this internet is gonna keep fucking up. <laughs> yeah, I feel like because we're having trouble with the internet, we'll call it quits. But next week we'll talk more. And hopefully our Wi-Fi will be fixed. Yeah, I think I just need to get a um, a better setup. We'll see. I don't know. I feel like this happened last time I was home and we were doing... But also we like did all our like, podcasts through quarantine like pretty... Yeah, we were fine. Yeah, but I'm downstairs and not in my room today. So I don't know. Where can we find you, Sally Dar? Uh, you can find me, Sally Dar Griffin, on Instagram, Sally Dar Griffin on TikTok, Sally Dar Griffin on YouTube, Sally Dar on Twitter and Letterbox, um, Yeah, all the places. What about you, Andrew? You can find me at AvanHouston15 on everything. But I did find out that my TikTok username is Andrew Van Houston. It's not AvanHouston. So if for some reason, you guys are trying to find me on TikTok, um, which I'm trying to make a comeback with, but probably not. Uh, but you can find me at Andrew Van Houston for that. Love it. Some new tea for you. And as always, thank you to Trey Lopez for editing and for the music. You're a gem. He is Tradiohead on Instagram and Letterbox. Love yes. you. Thank you, Trey, for editing. Uh, we apologize for the chaotic mess this one might be, but we appreciate it. And hopefully it won't be as bad next week. Yeah, I'm nervous to see how this turns out. I'm going to warn him. <laughs> hey, this one's crazy. But it's over now. So <laughs> Yay. Well, thank you all for listening. Um, as always, talk to us whenever. Slide into my DMs whenever. I am open. It's cuffing season. But just say hi, even if you don't want to cuff. Okay. okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> You're funny.